0: Welcome to another episode of Just Jets, episode 198, inching that much closer to the 200th edition of the Just Jets podcast. It's been a blast hosting this show, and I am excited to get into today's episode where we will discuss, well, a few things. Quarterback drama, Jets incompetence. What else is new? And we will answer your voicemails, but before we do that, a word over from our sponsors at Manscaped. Merry ball, miss, ladies and gentlemen. Our friends from Manscaped got you covered. The holidays are approaching, but what if I told you that the celebration is starting early this year? It turns out the perfect gift does exist, and who else to bring it down the chimney than the leaders of below the waist grooming over at Manscaped? Hello, keep calm and let your balls jingle this season with Manscaped's brand new Performance Package 5.0 Ultra featuring the new lawnmower 5.0 the best edition of the lawnmower that they've had so far watch all your wishes and mistletoe kisses come true look nice when you're going naughty by going to manscape.com use my promo code Jets 20 that is jeTS20 for 20% off and free shipping over at manscape.com pick yourself pick yourself up something nice or maybe for a relative friend somebody you need a gift for a, a male in your life. Manscapes has got you covered. All right, let's hop into this episode. I am excited to talk about some New York Jets nonsense with you because we got to just discuss this quarterback drama and just go into the Jets incompetence before we do your voicemails. So the quarterback drama, what do we mean by quarterback drama? A couple things. One, Zach Wilson, there was an alleged story earlier in the week where Zach Wilson was reluctant to play. It was being reported. That Zach Wilson was reluctant, the Jets wanted to, sorry, we'll start there. The Jets were interested in putting Zach Wilson back out there, uh, and he was reluctant to play due to injury. Robert Sala said that he spoke to Zach Wilson and that Zach Wilson told him that he wants to play, and then there was a report that came out that Aaron Rodgers supposedly called Zach and wanted him to go to Sala and say, hey, I'm, I I want to play. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to play. <clears throat> Anyway, that is step one. The step two then becomes on Tuesday, the Jets release Tim Boyle, so he starts on Sunday, released on Tuesday. Not a very fun go of it for Tim Boyle the last uh, couple games, as he hasn't so shockingly wasn't very good against the Miami Dolphins or Atlanta Falcons. Trevor Simeon comes in. He didn't look great either, but anyway, Tim Boyle gets cut. The Jets sign Brett Rippon, who is similar to Tim Boyle in the sense that they are a camp body, really, a practice squad-level quarterback, which is just absolutely insane that it's gotten to this point that basically this season has turned into one of Trevor Simeon. Brett Rippon or Zach Wilson is going to end up starting when you went into the year hoping to see a full season of Aaron Rodgers and that lasted four place. But now the question then becomes, well, who is going to start for the New York Jets? I don't think it's going to be Brett Rippon after signing on Tuesday and then Sal is going to name a starter Wednesday. So this episode comes out Wednesday morning uh who knows maybe by the time you're listening to this if you listen later in the day uh the Jets would have already named their starting quarterback for this game again I don't know how crazy likely that it's going to be Rippon but Rippon probably plays at some point because why the hell not uh but my guess is I'll say Trevor Simeon with Zach Wilson as the backup it very well could be Zach Wilson with Trevor Simeon as the backup don't really know how they're going to go about it um, again we're just guessing this is not uh, this is definitely what's going to happen it, it doesn't matter we've seen this offense score six points with Zach Wilson we saw him score six points with Tim Boyle and if it's Trevor Simeon or Brett Ripon, I'm sure they could put up six points with them too that's not really the concern for me um, the concern really lies with Joe Douglas who apparently thought that it was okay to go into this season with Zach Wilson as the backup quarterback and then once Aaron Rodgers goes down say I'm good on bringing in any other legit option they bring in Trevor Simeon uh which I was like all right fine okay this is it my favorite option that was available no they did something here here's a bone Jets fans Trevor Simeon And then Tim Boyle ends up starting over. Trevor. Or Tim Boyle's the backup every week. Trevor Simeon can't get activated. He finally gets activated once they name Tim Boyle the starter. They go to Trevor Simeon for the fourth quarter. Trevor Simeon didn't look that good. Uh, And now they say, Tim Boyle, you know what? We loved you so much. You were here to install the offense. We loved you enough to have you back up Zach Wilson once Aaron Rodgers went down. But once you come in and show that you stink, like what happened in college at UConn, what happened at any other point during his time in the NFL when he had to play regular season games. They're going to say, you know what now instead let's go to Brett Rippon who apparently they tried to sign earlier in the year when he was with the Rams. He started a game with the Rams and looked awful. He's actually started two games against the Jets once in 2020 and once last year. He was the starting quarterback up in Denver last year in a game the Jets One, an ugly Zach Wilson versus Brett Rippon game. Uh, Rippon ended up being picked off by Sauce Gardner on fourth down, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, But does not give you much confidence. So that's really the quarterback drama, right? It's, hey, Zach Wilson may or may not want to play. We'll see if he gets named the starter. Tim Boyle's gone. We replaced him with a guy who could play. Tim Boyle in a movie. He's basically the same guy. Uh, and Trevor Simeon's here. One of them will start against CJ Stroud and the Texans on Sunday. It doesn't matter which one. Uh, I think whichever one they pick, the Jets probably lose. What? 24-13? 24-10? Is 13 too generous? They scored 13 or point 13 or less points in six straight. Games they got ten touchdowns in twelve games. I don't know if you watched Monday Night Football, but Jake Browning put up th- four touchdowns for the uh, for the Cincinnati Bengals. And I get it; they have better offensive coach than the Jets. They got uh, you know a really nice receiving core. Well, that's true, but to see an nfl team be able to go to their backup quarterback and like not be the worst offense in nfl history is kind of frustrating. kind of frustrating. i understand circumstances are different and i'm not necessarily saying that you know the jets got to be, you know, putting up 28 points a game. once aaron rodgers went down, things were drastically going to change, but i mean, if you look at just points per game in the nfl right now, where these teams stand in terms of scoring. I would love to find the per-game numbers uh, for the 2023 season. I'll pull that up while we're doing this. Um, And the reason why I'm interested is because the Jets are just so far back right now. They have 171 points in 12 games. Paced out. Can we toggle this to per game? Now, keep in mind, that's 14.3 points per game. The Giants, 13.2. New England, 12.3. New England's really bad. The Giants are really bad, obviously, as we know. Jets have gone how many games in a row. But if the Jets were even putting up 17 to 20 points a game, which is still bottom 10 in the league, how many more games do they win this year? They would probably be 6-6 six and six or 5-7. and seven they probably will they probably beat atlanta and they probably beat the raiders if they are able to just get in the end zone and if they were league average what are you 8 and 4 but instead they are on pace to be the worst ever offense in the NFL at least since 2000 right that's the number i pulled the numbers uh in the video yesterday if you didn't see the video um there's a great tweet, and by great, I mean frustrating, but there's a great tweet talking about the New York Jets and where this offense ranks. It is truly remarkable. So since 2000, there's been 766 teams on offense, or 766 teams listed since 2000. Jets in 2020, 2023 have the worst offensive EPA per play of all of them the worst of the worst which gets into the just overall jets incompetence like this whole week has just been another example of just stupidity it's never the jets just can't be 4 and 8 and be like a normal 4 and 8 team like the texans are also 4 and 8 they've been pretty bad this year but they are like are not routinely getting embarrassed they have put up 20 plus points one two three four at least they've done it four times they're able to get some touchdowns they have what will levis has seven touchdowns to two interceptions ryan Tannehill has two touchdowns derrick henry even threw a touchdown pass but the (laughs) the jets are pulling teeth to get into the end zone it's impossible for them they can't be you know tennessee titans four and uh Four and eight. They can't be, I don't know, what's another just like random bad team right now? Like Washington, they they are pretty bad. Washington's pretty bad, right? They have their problems really on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, they, they've they allowed four, 45 points in each of the last two weeks. But, you know, offensively, do they struggle to put up points? Absolutely. Sam Howell at least makes it semi-entertaining. Like I don't know if Sam Howell's their long-term answer there. But he makes it fun. Like, I'm sure they at least have some fun. They score points. They've put up three times. The Jets put up 30 once, and they got a defensive touchdown in the game. They scored one offensive touchdown in in the only game the Jets put up 30 points. They got one offensive touchdown in it, and it was a Brees Hall house call, massive run. It's, it's truly unbelievable. And it's a long, long list of things. Like, the Jets feel like they're on the verge of ending their season on a 10-game losing streak. Who knows? Maybe that changes. But last year, they ended it on a six-game losing streak. Um. You know, it, it's just always something horrible with this team. They just can't be regular bad. You have the fail Mary play in the Dolphins game. Um. You know, you have Zach Wilson running, falling down, running back onto the field in Buffalo before getting benched. Uh, Aaron Rodgers gets hurt four plays into the, this is all this year, four plays into the season. Uh, You had Adam Gase and his crazy eye press conference. You had the 2020 Jets that went two and 14. Uh, You had the seeing ghosts. You had Sam Darnold's first pass in the NFL being an interception. Um, butt fumble, Geno Smith getting punched out and knocked out for basically a season by his own teammate. Uh, what else you want to do? What else you want to toss in there? Brett Favre using the Jets to get a, get to Minnesota. Brett Favre playing hurt and col- and the Jets collapsing at the end of the year. Bill Belichick resigning as head coach at his introductory press conference. What well, what else do you want in there? Like, the Jets can't just be... It's not just regular level of bad. They have to be next level historically bad. And some a storyline that's recently made its way out... Actually, not crazy recently. People have done it before. But any blame... Being put on the fans for the Jets being bad. What kind of PR and crazy spin does Woody Johnson and the New York Jets have out there? That there are people in this fan base who are like, you know what? Jet fans who, after all the things that I've rattled off, who are a little negative, and a little negative, there's some who take Ooh. it way too far, obviously, but. I got comments last week being like, this is your fault because you wanted Zach Wilson bench. What? How does that equate? It's not the organization that's missed the playoffs for 13 years. The longest active playoff drought in any of the four major American sports, NBA, NHL, MLB, NFL. Pick any of the however many teams, 32 plus 30 plus 32 plus however, when, right? Hundreds of teams. The Jets have the longest one out of all of them. So forgive me if I I, I don't think the fans should have anything to do with the Jets' failures because the fans have been through a lot of shit. They want things to work out. They want to see a team that has a chance to win. And they've been relatively patient 13 years. It's the longest active streak. Again, like, people don't want to hear it. Zach Wilson got a long leash. He has 30 starts in the NFL. Robert Sala's been here three years. Joe Douglas has been here five years. Their records are really, really bad. And I understand there's other circumstances that go into, you know, reasons why things have gone off the rails, but didn't Bill Parcell say your record is what you are, what your record says? And if that's true, then... Douglas and Sala are horrible, and I don't think they're horrible. I think they've made a lot of mistakes, which what I've said this year is I don't have any sympathy for either one if they lose their jobs. But they've the point is they have got gotten a long leash. Mike McKagnon was here for four or five years, right? 15, 16, 17, eight, four four and a half, do you want to call it that? Because he actually got the 19 drafts, so five drafts. But didn't make it through the full 2019 season. Gase they fired after two years, which that was a quick hook. Fine, I'll give you that being quick, but that everyone wanted that. And by the way, he still got two years. When you know we've seen organizations pull the plug, not even after, not even you know through a full season. Urban Meyer didn't make it full through season. Frank Reich didn't make it through a full season. They get the plug pulled on him, but no, Adam Gase gets two years. But the Jets. Fans, by the amount of pressure they put on the organization or the re- for wanting change, are the ones who deserve the blame. The Jets have been pretty patient. Todd Bowles got four years. Todd Bowles stinks. He's a terrible head coach. He got four years. 15, 16, 17, 18. Rex was here six. It was pretty good the first three had a, a eight and eight year in 2013 but 2012 was disappointing 2014 was really bad obviously as we know but the, the fans yeah let's blame the fans that's that's smart let's blame the fans for the Jets incompetence anyway let's get into your voicemails we have a lot of voicemails to do today uh we'll start with Tyler calling out from California and he wants to talk about hack it let's do it
1: Yo, it's Kyler from uh California. Oh, uh man. man, just finished watching the Jets game. Real sad like. Um Yo, Nathaniel Hackett just kinda it's kinda whack, man. I feel like I can predict I like I'm not much of a football guy, but I know like, oh, there's gonna be a run, there's gonna be a pass, gonna gonna be a play action. Just ah shit, dog. Sorry. Didn't mean to close. No, fine. Uh, but, yeah, it's kind of sad. Um, wish you wouldn't be around next year, but, hey, it is what it is. Uh, go Jets. Uh, love you, Matt. Peace.
0: Thank you, man. I appreciate you calling in. Hey, hey. Hackett is is terrible. Is really, really bad. He's a big part of the problem. The quarterback play is a big part of the problem. The run uh, blocking and pass blocking, so the offensive line in general, is a big part of the problem. It's a lot. Um, there are uh, there's a lot of things that go into the reason why this offense is so bad. It's just incredibly frustrating to me that it got to this point. It should never have gotten to this point. Um, and I just wish Jeff Fans didn't have to go through this. Like it should have been December should have been let's you know we're fighting for playoff positioning instead' we're, you're looking at tankathon. And you just want to simulate the last five games. You want to let Madden sim it. Just pretend like, hey, let's hit X or whatever. And you skip to the end of the season. I don't want to do that. I was all since what? When when did we find out about Rodgers? March? So March, April, May, June, July, August. Five months. Almost half of 2023 was spent about talking about this upcoming season and the excitement around it. And now, just a couple of three months later, we're like, I can't wait for this to be over. It wasn't supposed to be this way. Jeff fans don't deserve that. I am shocked, floored, stunned from who called in next. Constantine, what happened, man? I thought you were done with this team. Let's hear from our guy, Constantine.
1: Maddie, my man, Constantine from PA. Welcome back. Just finished watching another, yep, another loss. And I could have sworn I was in a time capsule because i seen a number seven with a Jets uniform, made me think of Ken O'Brien. And then I saw 14 in a Jets uniform, and I thought of Richard Todd. I mean, geez, man. I understand that they're trying to do different things, but it just doesn't seem like that offense wants to respond to anything. It just seems like they're just going to play out the rest of the year, and whatever happens, happens, I guess. Um, the defense, again, played what I felt was a good game. I mean, you give up 13 points, you should be in a good position to put yourself for a win. And unfortunately, that wasn't the case. Now, there is a couple of things I want to ask you. Sure. What if the NFL changed up their the way that they look towards the draft? Instead of it being the worst team in the league, how about they do something like the NBA does and set up some kind of... Uh, like draft lottery to where certain teams could get in and make certain picks as based on where they're at in the standings, but also where they're at on how they pick uh, during a lottery, where they end up, in other words. I don't know. I just think that something needs to change. Um, this situation to where... We're watching football now, and it's completely meaningless. I mean, even if the Jets won, what's the point for what? To give Aaron Rodgers a sense of security to want to come back and then just get re-injured and maybe end his career? It just doesn't make sense to me. At this point, uh, I don't think the Jets are going to win another game this year. So I don't know what the end result's going to be, but it's not going to be pretty. And again... The NFL needs to step in and do something about teams that, for example, like Carolina. What's the incentive for them to win another game the rest of the year? I just don't know. I think that uh, if they changed up the draft system and made it a little more competitive, kind of like what the NBA did this year, you know, with the in-season tournament. I stopped watching basketball last year because I got sick and tired of these prima donna assholes sitting down complaining <laughs> about stomach cramps
2: uh, like there was some
1: kind of uh, uh you know woman who's uh you know on uh Midol or some shit
0: uh, but
1: the bottom line is things gotta change man anyway go jets appreciate you happy holidays peace out brother
0: you make me laugh constantine you really did <laughs> uh i'm listen i'm not an nba fan i've said that before my teams are the jets islanders and mets uh I, i'm i don't have any claim in the nba the nba does a draft lottery the nhl does a draft lottery your odds by to win it uh is you know based on your performance but the worst team doesn't necessarily always end up with the top draft pick um so it's it, it's an interesting concept i don't love it uh I I kind of like it the way that it is. Uh, I know that doesn't really incentivize teams to win. I don't think the NFL would ever do an in-season tournament kind of thing or add extra games uh, just because, like, player safety. And there's just – they already play a ton of games, and there's a ton of wear and tear on the body. The thought of a game between, like, the two worst teams to decide the top pick and, like, the winner gets the top pick is kind of – like, it's fun in theory, like, to just – Think about that, but the the likelihood of that ever happening is really, really, really slim. Um, I don't know if we ever really see uh, anything like that. So let's next go to Rez from PA. Hey, Matt. It's Rez from Pennsylvania.
1: How are you, sir? Long time no speak to, man. Hope Everything's holding up. It's uh, been painful to watch. Anyways, I just wanted to see what you thought about uh, us rolling with Simeon from here on out because, jeez, I can't with this Boyle guy. It was hard with Zach. It's even harder with Boyle. And then I, I, that interception was horrendous. But if we look at the tape, he had Gibson wide open. It was and was one-on-one. I'll take a shot. We don't take shots ever. I don't know if anyone's noticed that. We don't ever take any shots. And we got guys that can burn. Like, I, I don't get it. I don't understand. But just wanted to get a feel how you feel about how the O-line set today was and with sitting behind that. Outside of that, man, there's not much to look forward to. It's nope. been brutal. Really, really brutal. Anyways, take care. Go Jets.
0: Yeah, man, I I appreciate the call, as always, and I'm with you. Like, the next five games is going to be really, really, really hard to get up for, right? It's going to be really difficult. Here's something that that I can give you, right? Like, Aaron Rodgers said it yesterday when he was on with Pat McAfee, but they need to show some life because a lot of these guys are coming back. And... It's kind of different. Like, I talked about this in a video yesterday, too. In 2020, that was really the only time that I remember rooting for the Jets to lose or rooting for a tank. And the reason behind that was my disdain towards Adam Gase. Like, I don't think Robert Sala or Joe Douglas are a bad. I don't think either of them are bad guys. I thought Adam Gase was a bad guy. Did not like Adam Gase, and you were trying to get you know a young quarterback in here, and like Aaron Rodgers is going to be here next year, and most of this core is going to be here next year. Is it really behoove them to go out on a ten-game losing streak after they went out on a six-game losing streak last year? Like all this losing takes a toll on these guys, and that's the silver lining to me. I'm looking at it as a silver lining, and I I hate that I'm at this point, but I'm numb to it. If they win, I'll be go okay, like. They won a game. It is what it is. Like, they, they broke their losing streak. If they lose, it's okay. You improved your draft stock. But I, I don't know with how they're playing right now. I said a few weeks ago that I think they would stumble their way into a couple more wins because, like, it's the NFL. The NFL's weird. There was a streak where they lost three games in a row, uh, and they looked bad, and then they snapped out of it and played really good football for the next, like, what, four or five weeks? That is long gone. Long gone are those feelings because I thought, okay, you know, four and three, you lose to the Chargers, you're at four and four. That stinks. Then four and five, the Raider game. It's like, okay, they could could still snap out of this thing. Maybe you split with, you know, Buffalo or, or Miami. Then you got Atlanta after that. Nope. Lost them all. Five straight losses. So I don't know how many more games they win. It wouldn't shock me if they won like two more and you're six and 11. It also wouldn't shock me if they just went down and were four and 13. And I don't know what's best for this unit. I really don't. Uh, Let's go to John and PA. Uh, Tennessee. Hey, Matt. Uh,
3: John out of Tennessee. Thanks for the content as always. Man, it's a rough year to be a Jets fan. Uh, (laughs) I don't think I've seen a worse offense than this. And unfortunately, it's not even... It's not even as bad as it looks in a lot of ways, and yet it's so much worse because we have the skilled position partially to actually win these games. I mean, Garrett Wilson was open the entire game, but it never seems to fucking matter. Nope. And so I, uh, I, I've I, i given up hope on anything this season. I don't want to see Rodgers this season. I don't want to see, honestly, even a win at this point. You know what? We're not getting into the postseason, so... I'd rather just frickin' get a good draft pick that can help hopefully improve this team. Um, Also, by losing, we're at that point of... uh, I liked Sala, I liked Joe Douglas, but you just can't keep the status quo. And if Rodgers wants to keep the status quo, then it might be time to move on from Rodgers too because no one can look at this team and say the right move is to just keep on going okay the defense is great and there is talent on the offense but there's just far too many obvious mistakes being made in coaching in front office and so while they are far from my least favorite coach and general manager I've seen as a Jets fan they are it's time to move on I think we, we need to go in a different direction so Curious what you think. Curious if you think uh if we should keep them, if that's what Robbie wants or what. But as always, go Jets, and uh looking forward to your content.
0: Thank you, man. I appreciate you. I um here's a thought. I think both of those guys are coming back. If they lose ten streak, like I don't know how. Like that I, I don't think you could do it, but I think both of them are back. I don't necessarily think it's the right call, but I do think both of those guys are back. And I saw the amount of Joe Douglas, I think has the same PR team as Woody Johnson because there was some heavy, heavy Joe Douglas praise on the timeline today about for, for who he's drafted and what he's done and why he, he's got to stay. He's a good GM, and that really it's just the coach's fault. How the hell can you put this season more so on Salah than Douglas? Salah has his flaws. If Salah le- got let go, I am not going to come on the show, come on the YouTube channel online and be crying about losing Robert Salah. I'd say I, I get it. There, a lot went wrong. But if you're moving on from Sal, I think you also have to move on from Joe Douglas. Because you're going to let Joe Douglas hire another coach. Potentially draft another quarterback in here. Because this awesome 2022 draft class. Like, I get it. There was He made two really good trades. The Jamal Adams trade and the uh, Sam Donald trade. DJ Reed was a good free agent signing. They've had some nice waiver wire pickups with uh, JFM and Quincy Williams. Like He has done some good things. But at the same time, his stubbornness is a big reason why the Jets are in the position they are right now. Probably should have, at the absolute best case scenario, had Zach Wilson as redshirt of this year, if not off the team. Didn't do it. Said he's comfortable with QB2. This The whole quarterback room situation, once Aaron Rodgers goes down, is his fault. What about... The, pick almost any other free agent signing outside of DJ Reed Alan Lazard who I liked a lot and I, I, I praised him for that signing that one has not worked Carl Lawson is a healthy scratch uh, Corey Davis was did not work out like Tomlinson's been at meh he's been uh, uh, he's been okay um, there's, there's been some whiffs Randall Cobb, was too stubborn with brain man to to because he was a draft pick. They, eh, there's he's had he's had mistakes. There has been mistakes. Again, what's his record? If you even take out the 2019 season, which he inherited and went seven and nine with, it's even worse because you have two and fourteen, four and thirteen, seven and ten. And then whatever they finish this year, that one I don't get at all. I, I really, really don't. Let's do uh, Dom from down in Florida. He's got some uh, some potential positives.
2: Yo yo Matty yo What's Dom from up? Florida, calling in again. You know, it's it's always disappointing. You know, we got how many weeks in a row? Four abysmal amount of points, like, it's not possible to win, even as great as our fucking defense, oh, sorry, as great as our defense is, it's not possible to put all that pressure on them. It just feels like we're wasting so much of these guys' talent. But, um, you know, rather than getting down that rabbit hole, that we're, I'm sure a, a bunch of other callers are going to call in about,
4: I thought
2: we talked about some positive things. You know, um, I thought Xavier Gibson showed some promise. He looks like he could be a nice little receiver that we develop and might pop off next year. That's fair. Um, I would say, uh, not to go back to the negative, but uh, how about the officiating? I thought the officiating yesterday, even in the Chiefs game, like Horrible. I thought the officiating all day was just awful. But um, shit, man, uh, at this point, are we, are we tanking? Are we tanking? Are we trying to get the best draft pick as possible? Is there a way for us to statistically still make it to the playoffs? Like, what scenario? On, no, Can you do
5: that for no, me, Matt? Can no.
2: you break down a scenario where we'd be able to make the playoffs if we went out the rest of the season? If
0: they went out? Anyway,
2: enjoy the rest of your day. Oh. We all appreciate everything you do for the Jets community. Love you, man. Get up.
0: Dom, I love you. I appreciate your optimism. Truly. I really, really, really do. It was was some very, very kind words. I appreciate each and every one of my callers and everyone who listens and subscribers. Even if we disagree, I appreciate you guys. Getting to do this every day is, is really a blessing. I hope you guys know how much I enjoy that I get to do this every single day. They haven't scored over 13 points in over a month. I can't. I don't. I don't have it in me, Dom, to go through and talk about. Well, if this team loses this, and that, they are, I'll put it to you this way, they have a better shot, statistically. You know, if you want to use the analytics, they have a better shot to land a top two pick than they do to make the playoffs. They do. They have an outside shot to be picking number two, overall, and th- there's a path. New England is playing. Uh, Pittsburgh with Mitch Trubisky starting, backup quarterback. And, you know, not that Kenny Pickett was out there lighting it up, but they, they've, they're they've they beatable. They've lost a lot of games that they probably shouldn't have. Or their record is actually, uh, this is a better way to put it, their record is better because of how well coached they are than what the team probably is. Like Tomlin squeezes everything out of what that team has. And then some. If the Patriots win this week or any of their other upcoming four games, there's a real chance that that last game of the year is for who has the second pick in the draft. Because Washington also has four wins, and they play the Jets, so that, that would be a big game for it. Right now the Jets are sixth in the NFL draft order. Chicago is four and eight. Their strength of schedule is worse than the Jets, by the way. Washington's 4-9. and nine. They have the bye this week, but they are playing the Jets on Christmas Eve. Arizona could win a weird one. Carolina, I think, is just going to—they might go 1-16. Poor Carolina. They are just that that bad. But there is a real— real shot here that jets pats is for the number two pick in the final week of the year so I'm, I'm sorry i can't go through and i can't do the what it takes for the jets to make the playoffs as for some of the other positives xavier gibson i hope that he develops into like a Jamison crowder type you know speedy slot receiver he should not be like the in the main plans to be like, hey, he's our wide receiver too next year. No, we gotta bring in more. But can he be a special team player, gadget guy, who ends up, you know, a higher end version of what Braxton Berrios was? So, you know, a poor man's Jamison Crowder. I think that's probably an appropriate comp. Let's go to the man of the hour, Bill Billstein. He's back. What do you got? Let me tell you something,
6: Matt, son of Leary. You are the one that must be eating pink chips. <laughs> if you don't know that you need to do something, all that I'm doing is telling you that you need to get up and stop sitting there, calmly talking into a microphone, all relaxed and content when we are watching this fiasco of the New York Jets. It's ridiculous and it's unacceptable. You need to get up. Stand up right now. Go ahead. I'm waiting for you to stand up. Stand up and I'll tell you what you need to do. You need to stand up. You need to call your contacts. And you need to tell them that just because you bench Jack Wilson in one game doesn't mean he doesn't start the next game. Why does it mean he has to sit for the whole season and we have to deal with this nonsense of Tim Boyle or Trevor Seenian? It doesn't make any sense, Matthew O'Leary, and you're not doing enough. You just sit there. You just sit there. I'm surprised you're not holding a bag of potato chips. It's disappointing, <laughs> Matthew O'Leary. I am disappointed in you, and if you haven't figured it out, this is Billy Billstein.
0: And I'm mad. Uh, Billy. Oh, Billy. Uh You make me laugh, Bill. Travis from Ohio is up next.
5: Hey man What's up? Travis from Ohio. Hey buddy. So while we're divvying stuff up in the breakup of Just Fandom and uh uh the offense will say here's what i'm going to keep in the custody battle i'm going to keep you ryan constantine billy Greenbean, um of course the defense i guess jared douglas and i'm the biggest jared douglas apologist probably nick culverin um
0: that says something
5: my two cousins over in Ohio that also was the Jets Uh, all the Hall of Famers and and past players Um, probably most of the special teams Hall, and Gary Wilson that's about it I said the defense so Yeah. Oh, Zach Wilson's mom. That's who I wanted to keep in the custody battle. (laughs) That was the main point. And there it was, my bad. So, I don't care if they get rid of anybody else. Uh, That's what I want. Still on our team. So, love you, brother.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We're back. You guys crack me up. You really do. Uh, I don't defense. Yes, Brees, Garrett, Avt, Tipman. Uh, I guess Lakin Tomlinson, Lazard's going to be here because of his contract, but doesn't doesn't move you. Conklin, Ruckert, Izzy, Aaron. Man, that's about it. Let's close out with James from New Jersey. James, what do you got?
4: Matt, Matt, Matt. What is going on, my friend? This is your boy James from New Jersey. How's everything? Good. Been you. following your content. Just haven't called in a minute. How's it going, buddy? Good. So, uh, of course, I told you before. You know, I, I you know, I appreciate you and Jay Jasmine. Jay Jasmine is, is, a, is a good Jets YouTuber guy as well. And uh, I'm doing my weekly rounds now for most you Jets doing, you do because you want to know why. Because unfortunately, like all the other Jets fans, it's gone to that farward point where the Jets have broken all the YouTube people. Yes. They have broken Jake Asman. They have broken their followers, and I know it's broken you because I've never, and I mean never, heard you snap and use profanity in your content up until this past couple of, of days, man. <laughs> so I'm just checking when you, say how you're doing, man. Listen, it's it, this is horrible times, right? I know we're saying that this is the worst. This is the worst offense since Adam Gates era, and that is saying freaking a lot. But uh, I'm calling because I want you to hang in there, buddy. I want Thank you to try you. to be as optimistic as you possibly can. I know it's hard right now as a Jets fan, but I'm here showing this for you, though. So just keep on doing what you're doing, and you're going to be fine. We're going to be fine. Eventually, it's going to be like the end of the tunnel. The only unfortunate, catastrophic thing to that is that we'll probably be dead when that right <laughs> comes. But other than that, Hang in there, buddy. You got this. Stay strong for us and your fans and your your supporters on this Jets content. And as always, as painstaking as it is, go Jets. Talk to you soon, man. Bye-bye.
0: Oh, my God. Ten out of ten. The last three calls really made my day. That was fantastic. They all do. You all do. But I really laughed at those those last three. That was great. Yeah, I, I look, honestly, I do my best to just... I really try more often than not to do a clean show. The reason for that is because I would love for this to be something that anyone can watch. And more often than not, I do. But also, I want to put out my genuine reaction. And if I, my genuine reaction is occur. Sometimes it comes out. It's not FCC regulated. I'm not, you know, not on the radio anymore. I used to be a radio guy. I'm not on TV. YouTube is uh, is a platform where you, you might get into that stuff. And again, I would say probably, what, 95% of the time? Clean family fun, but you know, every once in a while, I'll, I'll, I'll let one go if, if, it, if it needs to be said. If something needs to be said, or if I genuinely feel that way, I'm gonna say it. So, I appreciate you guys. Thank you, James, and thank you to everyone who called in this week. Make sure to subscribe to the show wherever you get it. Once again, I am Matt O'Leary. I'll catch you next time.